0: Welcome back to the Argo Bargle Pod. I am Tyler, one of the co-hosts for the show.
1: I'm Mike, or am I? <laughs> this I week we're Maybe exploring Sutterfuge, <laughs> Deception,
0: and Lying.
1: Is that the theme we, we <laughs> yeah, settled on? I
0: can't remember. It is, yeah. That, that is what we settled on. But uh, I'm afraid that it's going to go nowhere. So I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah,
1: I got a few ideas in the tank. I mean, I, I feel like this this episode, it can be an absolute shit show. But I got a few ideas percolating. You're going to have to cut all this because this is garbage now.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, this is good.
1: No, I like, this is a subject that uh, the cart came before the horse because uh, we have one Primark left. Mike's favorite Primark. Uh, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, It's the one I got for my personality test. Tyler apparently is not surprised. Cody's not surprised. Uh, even Sydney's not surprised in her limited scope of 40k. <laughs> you did compare me to Loki, which I still, I don't know how to react to that. Uh, but I mean, he's the, Alfarius is the most Loki primer, I guess.
0: Is he kind of like a Loki?
1: Yeah, we'll get there. But, uh, so okay. I mean, okay. Alfarius is known for deception and misinformation Uh, perfect strategy, coordination, and teamwork as well. Nice. All right. Cool. He's an interesting guy. So I feel like that's enough to work with for this episode. Surely. Yeah, I think so.
0: I think it's pretty good. I think it's... I don't know. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll... I'm sure we'll go on a lot of tangents like normal. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll fill out a whole episode. Hey, here's
1: a green text to get us started.
0: Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Love green text.
1: What is this fake bubbly shit you're doing? Who are you?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to trying to liven myself up
1: as I'm been been doing this good. podcast.
0: I, uh, I sh- <laughs> yeah, I, I realize that. On you. I <laughs> I have no idea uh, when I'm talking. My speech patterns real garbage, and it kind of seems like when I edit the podcast that I'm chopping things like it sounds like I'm chopping things in there, but no, that's just the way I talk. Apparently I sound like
1: an alien sometimes because I speak like an alien or somebody that didn't learn English as their first language, because I'll start talking to somebody and the word choice is like, I'm jumping word to word and I haven't thought out the full sentence yet. Cause I'm trying to take a complex idea and put it into words and then like instead like i don't know it's hard to think like now to give an example but it's like okay you take that kind of thing and that you could think of as your offering and people are like why the fuck would you use that word and it's like it was thematically <laughs> appropriate in my head like yeah exactly you know what i mean like it's like i don't know cuz i mean nobody uses the word offer like it's it's only used in like a business setting for the most part it's like if can i offer you this it's like i don't want that this is a trap
0: (laughs) yeah it's not really used in um just like everyday language is it
1: no hey you know those (laughs) you know those memes where it's spider-man pointing at spider-man yeah what about that but it's two alpha legionnaires pointed at each other uh that's the photo for this uh green text uh nice. <laughs> so uh be father in the mid nineties, work for state police, get assigned to undercover get assigned to go undercover in a branch of some regional militia. It's about got about a dozen full members. Fool around in a woods for a couple months. Finally, here one of the guys is cooking up a plan to bomb a judge. Half the militia is on board with it. Dad is a bit shocked, as most seem normal enough. A couple of guys leave the group altogether. Plot keeps advancing. State police decide they have enough evidence for a case. Plan to arrest everyone at the meeting after next. Dad is at the meeting one week before the scheduled raid. Suddenly the doors get kicked in. Everybody gets arrested. State police are confused as fuck. Dad later finds out later that the guy who started the plot was an ATF uh, agent. Club president was in the (laughs) FBI. Two sheriff's deputies are rank-and-file members. U.S. Marshals are also involved somehow. Whole militia branch was founded as an FBI honeypot. (laughs) Dad's face when the whole thing gets buried out of embarrassment. And Alpharius pointing at Alpharius.
0: Oh, shit, that's amazing.
1: Oh, that's so good. It's cartoon levels of embarrassment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that really shows, like how much planning went into it, doesn't it?
1: I love how two guys left. Like, probably the only two people that were like, yeah, I'm a little bit militia. Like, I'm free on Saturdays. I like shooting guns. Yeah, I'm a little racist or something. Like, like, whoa, these guys are too much. Bombing a judge, that's a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the only two people that actually would have, that probably wasn't a cop, left.
1: No, man, it was like... I was thinking about this, like this is amazing. So it's like that happens from time to time. Like you'll have like agents or something just like embedded in these different groups, like racist groups or militias or something. And Oh yeah, like
0: sting operation.
1: You know, and they're like under they're under undercover. I just like the idea, like they're just home watching TV with their wife. They pick up like their phone vibrates and they pick it up and they're like, haha and start like typing away. It's like, what's that, honey? It's like, Oh, it's just militia memes. Like, <laughs> You know how Darren gets on with minorities. <laughs> like oh, oh God. uh why are you laughing then? Oh no, I'm just deep undercover. That's <laughs> just a cover, babe. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm afraid babe. they
0: have the house bugged. I don't want him to see me not laugh.
1: Yeah. If I if I don't
0: like this post he made, he's gonna know. <laughs> I have to play along, babe. I don't wanna get shot. I don't wanna be in this militia i don't want to be gunned down by the militia
1: uh those who play with the devil's toys will come by degrees to wield his swords yeah you start (laughs) exactly (laughs) you're undercover liking racist (laughs) memes and the next thing you know (laughs) your little clubhouse gets raided
0: (laughs) yeah i was thinking the next thing you know you're like wearing a white hood
1: oh no yeah i wonder (laughs) like man there's gotta be some good undercover cop stories
0: oh absolutely
1: i knew a cop that went undercover for a while
0: Yeah, if you're an undercover cop and you're listening to this podcast, hey, give us a call.
1: Yeah, I knew a cop that was undercover at uh, one of the really sketchy strip clubs in town. Uh, The one that got closed in like early 90s. I won't name names. I don't know if it matters, but like they said like he was undercover because like uh, like Hell's Angels or whatever ran drugs and stuff through there. So um, basically he just got to go to a strip club a lot and drink beer on the job real difficult oh, shit also i mean at that point you have to acknowledge you look like a scumbag kind of guy we're gonna put you undercover
0: oh yeah absolutely you gotta wonder then how you look
1: you look like you you a guy who needs a lot of lap dances
0: <laughs> can you imagine you you would have to question yourself though You'd yeah have to be like am i dressing weird
1: <laughs> yeah that's gotta be a thing right like you don't want some fresh yeah. faced guy right out of the academy unless he looks like an absolute douche, right? Yeah, that's got a, that's a weird amount of profiling has to go into that, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, so much profiling would have to go into that. Uh,
1: I don't think I'm cut out for yeah. spy stuff.
0: Um, me neither. I think I would break. I I think that no matter what I was doing, I would either laugh or I don't know, get like scared. You know that awkward, like anxious laugh. Yeah. I think that would happen to me way too much.
1: You'd squeak out a couple of those pretty quick, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think it would take very much for me to be like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe this undercover gig is not cut out for me. Yeah.
1: Guys, I gotta come out. I gotta be straight with you.
0: <laughs> I'm wearing a wire. honest. Yeah, you know, we've become really close friends, and you know what, guys? Like, I just gotta let you know, I am a cop. Get out while you can. (laughs) Yeah, really sorry about all that, like... (laughs) Ah, (laughs) jeez. Liam's a cop,
1: too. Liam's a... What the fuck, man? (laughs) I was good!
0: Uh, Yeah, I think... Yeah, definitely not cut out for that.
1: No, I think keeping the story straight would be hard, because, like, besides being like i think reasonably moral as a person i i don't deal with lies because i would not be able to keep that shit straight
0: oh definitely not because it's
1: there's nothing to memorize if i always tell the truth
0: exactly i find it hard enough to remember like what i'm gonna say on this show every week let alone a full backstory in life
1: it's been a motherfucker to write your scripts
0: (laughs) yeah it's all coming out now this whole podcast has been a lie. It's all been written down.
1: It's an experimental plot. Kind. It was devised by one of the producers of Big Brother.
0: Yeah, we're going undercover. And we wanted to see how we would do. We both failed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's like 4chan's come up with an idea for different uh, reality TV shows. Most of which are incredibly offensive. Uh, I would imagine. There's one just called Catfish. Where, uh, each episode, uh, a dude has to, uh, talk to three different people, uh, using only computers, and, uh, he has to figure out which one is the real datable person, and the other two are catfish. And so he gets to pick them at the end, and either he gets to go out on the date with the real datable person, or he gets fucked by the catfish. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Similarly, possibly worse... We have like a Survivor or Big Brother-esque show. You have all these dudes in a house. And so uh, it's one. There's one guy who's the secret agent and the rest are on the other team. Okay. Each week, the other team has to try to figure out who the secret agent is and vote them out. If they do it, then they get uh, money. If uh, the secret agent stays till the like the last three, they get the money. Here's the catch. Uh, the idea is that it's one straight dude in a house full of gay dudes All right. here's the actual catch they're all straight dudes <laughs> and we just told them that that was the premise of the show
0: oh man
1: but I think it would be fantastic to watch a bunch of dudes LARPing trying their best to be gay and trying to out each other as and meanwhile they're all straight dudes
0: yeah i think that'd be hilarious
1: i think it'd be really funny but like on <laughs> like, like i like like on paper i think it's funny and not homophobic but it would go to a weird place so so quick yeah. i feel like it would immediately not no longer be the funny thing in theory and be like this is terrible
0: yeah i feel like it would definitely have a downward spiral really fast
1: yeah fuck dude (laughs) oh shit i like social deception though except i don't like those games like uh like one night werewolf or um Mm -hmm. that like jackbox uh social deception game i find those it one. yeah faking it that's the one like the werewolf game changed how i viewed people in my life that i played that game with it's like so you could just lie super easy huh did you actually like my sweatshirt <laughs> who knows i seen how easy yeah. you can lie
0: that's amazing yeah I can see that I can see that definitely altering your perception of people oh
1: man yeah no. because like, then
0: you're always wondering like are they telling me the truth yes is everything they've ever told me a lie
1: <laughs> yes it's also just scary to see how quickly a mob can form be like yeah fuck Dan Dan's always a werewolf <laughs>
0: So true. It doesn't matter what we're playing. Dan's always the bad guy. You
1: fucking werewolf, Dan. This is Catan. Please stop. I say we vote him out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I say we bury him in the woods.
1: <laughs> That's some real fucking Tanner talk, Dan, isn't it? Yeah, uh, like I never uh, got yeah. into Among Us. I've never played a single game of Among Us. But I feel like I it's bad enough to play werewolf with people I know to have to talk to people like in text chat and play a social deception game i feel like i'd lose my fucking mind
0: oh yeah that would be difficult yeah i don't know if i could do it either no i just want to vote everyone off i just i would just assume that everybody was lying to me
1: it's hard enough for me to fucking play go fish and memorize what i have said what i haven't said (laughs) trying to figure out what cards the other person's asked for you're gonna ask me to remember all that shit about werewolves or imposters fuck that
0: yeah, nah, that's too much. I feel like I need to start playing more memory games to up my memory. My memory's half garbage. Should I
1: get you one of those Alzheimer's Game Boy games or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, that might work. No, I was thinking more like the flip the tile game, you know? The All those kid ones.
1: Like the ones you get at the dentist office and you gotta like... <laughs> there's like a s- grid of like 16 squares, but like one's missing and you have to like slide it around to make the picture.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't
1: think I've ever successfully solved one of those in my life.
0: No, me neither. Oh, man. They're actually pretty hard.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like figuring out a Rubik's Cube.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something that I don't understand. Have you ever figured out a Rubik's Cube?
1: I've, like, half completed a couple of Rubik's Cubes, but I don't think I have it in me to finish it. I'm told that it's memorizing a few different patterns, and once you learn how to do that, it's not so bad. Um, again, my brain is up to the brim. I have heaping amounts of shit in there. Didn't say it was useful, <laughs> but I don't think I can manage.
0: I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. How to learn that? Yeah. it seems like it's all math to me, and I'm not. I'm no math genius.
1: Like, uh, I don't even know if it's math so much as like spatial, uh, like being cognizant of like objects in space but like i uh i'm there's so many games that i'd like like to get into but there's so much like for video games it's like there's so much meta it's like oh you want to get into rainbow six siege people have been playing this for fucking years you're playing this fucking fuse you didn't do, do this immediately as soon as the match starts you fucking scrub like i i I have a huge capacity for research i have a huge capacity to memorize new things but it's how i choose to use it because it is effort on my part to do that and if i'm playing a game to have fun i don't want to have to learn how it works front to back before i ever start playing like yeah, my fair. like when i was in university and my friends tried to get me into league of legends i didn't have it in me to watch like league of legends lo- youtubers like welcome back guys i'm gonna teach you how how to fucking uh mid lane thrush using only an ap build let's fucking go <laughs> like that that meant something to maybe one listener but like it i just i didn't care like it's like i this is my free time you guys are refusing yeah. to study for calculus but you're gonna memorize all this shit for league of legends fuck you
0: yeah that seems like a waste of time to me I don't yeah yeah
1: no i like i to me it's a it's not worth my time because i'm gonna find another game that i want to get into and it's like i've wasted all that time learning shit like
0: yeah exactly
1: but like actually studying it not just like enjoying the game and farting around like right i don't see the point yeah, in getting that seems super- like too much no it's for the upper echelons of youtubers to do that it's not for me the casual consumer uh on to a different topic though <laughs> Oh, speaking of memorizing things that aren't that useful, I started doing a lot of research on uh, deception in military history. Really? Yeah, because I tried to think about it in the context of, uh, what would Alpharius do? And turns out real history is pretty boring in most of those respects. Uh, (laughs) There's some notable examples from World War II. Um, So I I had to, like, memorize a few things. So I started looking into... uh, what the fuck oh why would i write this with my own hand i can't read it i (laughs) potentially somebody named wilbur magruder if i'm to rely on my own handwriting came up with these ideas uh for like the axioms of subterfuge in uh warfare number one it's hard to plant new ideas it's much easier to convince your enemy of something they already suspect this okay. is also known as the plot of Inception. Uh, yeah, I was so, going to say,
0: that sounds very Inception-y.
1: So, the idea is, like, if you... Like, it's harder to, like, convince the Germans, oh, we're going to be attacking from the, the west and not the east. It is much easier to convince the Germans, oh, we're attacking from the east, but it's in two months. Like, that, that's an easier sell. Uh, okay. The other axiom is many eyes make deception difficult but if you manage to convince like so if if uh, the enemy has all these different sources for information gathering it's much harder to fool them because they have many sources right. however yeah, that's fair. if you set up the right kind of ruse where all their sources can corroborate the same evidence even if it's fake it's much easier to convince them basically you just need a majority stake in uh, right. deception which just makes sense yep yeah and there's another idea called avoiding windfalls so there's cases where enemies have stumbled across actual battle plans and disregarded it because they thought it was a plant they thought it was like that's fake there's no way we just like stumbled into this random building and found a briefcase full of the documents we need that's suspicious (laughs) there has been times where that's happened there's a time where like a plane had to make an emergency landing in world war ii And the people on board were, like, German generals or something. And they just... They were detained at the airport. And they're just left on the plane. And, like, people are like, wow, they have a lot of documents with them. Well, we don't need to take them just yet. um, Because there's no way that those are actually the real documents. So then the Germans, like, we have five minutes. Burn everything. So, if I'm remembering that. Yeah. So they, like, got rid of all the documents. By the time people were like, yeah, maybe we should have fucking checked the documents oh, well, fuck, the Germans already burned it. And oh, so shit. that's just, like, the I think it was the Belgians there who apprehended them were like, there's no way that this is real. This is too perfect. Like, the Germans just land randomly landed at our airport with battle plans. Like, <laughs> that seems too suspicious to accept.
0: Yeah, I feel like I would be the same way as them. I would not think that, oh, yeah, these are the exact battle plans that they're going to use yeah i would be like nah that's that's not true they're not gonna do that that's interesting waste of time
1: these seem like very basic ideas but like hearing them you're like i mean they all make sense yeah also during world war ii uh there's a couple of interesting notes in prep for d-day the allies did a really cool thing where they pretended to have a huge army that they didn't have um you can see these amazing pictures where people built inflatable tanks just so like for aerial photography and like spies and stuff or like people scouting with airplanes they would see huge tank columns and stuff and they're all fake it's like here's like (laughs) here's tanks made out of plywood that's
0: extremely smart here's tanks made out
1: of balloons (laughs) like (laughs) stuff like that it was amazing uh also the desert rats the british uh i don't know company i guess in the uh in the deserts of North Africa, uh they were great at doing sabotage behind enemy lines. They were very alfarious, big alfarious energy. Uh so they used to do shit like um uh, leave mines for the Germans to run over in their tanks. And mm-hmm. uh the Germans were like, Well, can't do that, fool me once. Um so then Germans started sure. doing a thing. Uh I should have brought this I thought about this during the superstitious. A superstition episode uh the german jeeps and the tanks and stuff they used to run over um uh camel shit as like good luck uh okay. just like yeah oh, there's a big lump of camel shit gotta run it over for good luck on the mission so of course the british started disguising their minds to look like camel shit <laughs> and the germans replied by well maybe we shouldn't run over camel shit anymore <laughs> so then The the British responded, well, why don't we just make the mines look like camel shit that's already been run over once? (laughs) Surely it's safe.
0: Oh, man. That's amazing. Yeah. That is like the smartest plan I've ever heard. It's so
1: good, because I love, like, (laughs) like, this would be a great YouTube short. Surely that... When we need to run over the camel shit, that's what we always do before missions. Oh, fuck. Jurgen got his fucking tits blown off by a mine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's like the next week. Oh, well, fool me once. That is pre run over camel shit. You cannot run over a mine safely.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, beads. Who could have seen this? <laughs> That's hilarious. I want to know how the British figured out that the Germans were always running over camel shit.
1: I think just a lot of scouting missions. They just found a lot of uh, run over piles of camel
0: shit. <laughs> That's really funny. I love that they could put that two and two together. Like, oh yeah, like we've seen like five piles of camel shit that have been run over in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Obviously, the Germans are doing this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... The, the people that were behind enemy lines in North Africa were hard as fuck and really clever.
0: Yeah, apparently. That's awesome. Yeah. I think mean, like they picked the right people to go because I would have never thought of that. And there was, one, there was one
1: other military operation that really struck me as being Big Elfarious Energy. And I want you to try to guess what it is. There, it is 100% guaranteed. You know what i'm talking about i will say it is from ancient military history though
0: oh shit um i don't know is it like the trojan horse or something
1: yeah boy nice (laughs) excellent work yeah you know that's awesome trojan like the condom yeah because when you want to think you want to think about a thing that you're gonna load up with all your little dudes and put it inside (laughs) something else only so that it will break open and spill your little dudes everywhere. Yeah, great analogy for a condom. Fucking lunatics. Yeah, exactly. Or how about I try Ramsey's brand condom, you know, named after Ramsey's II, second, the pharaoh with like the most fucking kids ever. It was like 102. <laughs> oh shit. That's probably not that high, but it was double digits. It was a shitload of kids.
0: Oh my god. Obviously the condom brands did not do any research before. No absolutely not <laughs> they only read half the story they were like oh shit they put a lot of men in these like horses that's a great idea and everything it's, turned ah. out great <laughs> the story just ends right there The story, like, yeah it ends it's amazing <laughs> everybody just climbed in the horse awesome
1: good story I love horses you know who has big dicks horses it's
0: perfect our brand is perfect oh shit oh my god
1: yeah so that's all that's the extent of military deception that i could find because i wasn't gonna read a full fucking essay on how hannibal did something into to the roman i don't fucking care i like the short snappy yeah. stories obviously
0: absolutely those are the best like i'm not gonna sit
1: here and explain in a purely audio format how fucking general what's his tits managed to like confuse an enemy and lure them into like a flank that failed. That's not an interesting story, is it?
0: Nope. That would get real boring real quick. We don't want oh. that. We want to entertain the listeners. We want to be snappy, quick. Entertain. Exactly.
1: Snappy, quick, entertain. Do a dance, Tyler. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. Your, vo- your breath and voice are very steady for somebody doing the
0: Charleston. That's true. I was actually doing the Cabbage Patch, but...
1: Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bud. Yeah. I'm delaying getting to- getting to all farias, but I'm not actually sure what to talk about right now.
0: Yeah, I know. This is... Uh... Yeah, I, uh... I didn't really come up with a lot. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean... I didn't really go into like, military history, but, uh, I did read, like, you know, the Ponzi scheme, stuff like that, I mean, that's obviously a big lie, you know, all the propaganda, and the war, and stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really go too deep into it.
1: No, I spent some time looking at cons, but I felt like it was, it's similar, but different energy
0: yeah exactly
1: i don't think like that kind of stuff is so insane to read about but then it's like oh yeah that was the 1800s but still there's people that just lose all their money just doing nonsense like yeah it's interesting like one like one of those really interesting things for like removing an idiot's money is wealth conferences where people tell you like how to make millions of dollars and it's like they may have been a successful business person at one point but they're charging you hundreds yeah. of dollars to listen them give a talk. They're yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. There's one. There's this some old dude that looks like Discount Colonel Sanders, and he <laughs> screams and yells the like most insane obscenities at his people. Like you people are too fucking stupid to make money. Like there's videos <laughs> of him on YouTube. He's the fucking best. He's a fucking psychopath. Oh no. Yeah. No. I've watched a little mini doc about people like that. That just like. These people, like, and their main source of income becomes teaching other people how to make income. And it's all bullshit.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's super bullshit. I mean, mean, just because they made money don't mean that they can teach people how to make money. That was just, that's what worked for them. It doesn't mean that it's going to work for everybody else.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly what the business world needs is more people with psychopathic behavior that, like, all got their advice from the same fucking book. It's not innovation. Yeah, exactly. It's not anything like that.
0: Yeah. The,
1: obviously, you can't think outside the box. You bought a book to tell you how to think.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just weird to me, like reading down through some of the like the liars and all the cheats and stuff like that. It just it amazes me how many people will con people out of so much money. It blows my mind how people are so shitty
1: yeah i i heard a joke once recently um that it went something like this uh uh fuck i gotta remember it now give me a fucking second (laughs) yep uh a guy goes to bill gates and he says my son should marry your daughter and Bill Gates says, "Why is that? Well, my son is president of the World Bank." Bill Gates says, "Fair enough. That's a pretty good position." And yeah. so then the guy goes to um, the World Bank and says, uh, "My my my son should become president of the World Bank. Why is that? Well, he's the son-in-law of Bill Gates." Fair enough. <laughs> uh there's actually a third one that i can't remember but it like it's a it's a self-supporting triangle it's a bootstrap kind of operation i just thought it was right. interesting because like a lot of cons work on that basis because it's, yeah. it's con comes from confidence and it's it's right. it's interesting like you've read about people that led like these like wild lives where they pretended to be some socialite like oh like i'm an austrian duchess or something just living it up in manhattan and then all the money's gone after like a few months it's just wild
0: yeah well i mean that's like the guy from um what was it wolf of wall street jordan Belfort. that character yeah real guy i mean he was like he seemed like one of the most confident people around he still does he still seems super confident i've seen some of his videos but i mean he didn't he con like a bunch of people out of money isn't that the whole story
1: yeah he worked his way up to that it's it is yeah. insane it like but there's also people that really doubt a lot of the parts of the stories because some things can't be like confirmed uh right but yes i mean you okay. have i mean there's that's the kind of thing that's like not to get too into it but like the financial sector like there's things that's like things propped up on top of things and like all these different like if this then that kind of bets that people are making it's it is like a house of cards in some regards.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think about. I would never have the confidence to swindle somebody or like, you know, cross their dream like that. I don't think I
1: could be a salesperson.
0: No, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try my best. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm going to try to be I'm going to try to be an honest salesperson is a thing. So a poor one maybe. I mean, if that's what it comes down to, yeah.
1: No, but I mean there's still I like it's like I we said with, like, the, the business people all learning from the same book. Like, if everybody's the same, then it doesn't really pan out. Like, there there, there is a market for people that's like, this guy's whole thing is honesty or whatever. That's fair. That's going to attract a certain kind of business.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it works out. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. It also, as I was reading down through, it also blew my mind at how many, like, presidents and shit. Did so many bad things.
1: You're going to have to be more specific, bud.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, basically all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. My favorite president might be the most problematic in Andrew Jackson. That's not, he's my favorite, like, I think he was a good person. He's my favorite because there's so many fucking wild stories about him.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, like... I would Clinton, say he's probably the worst. Fair. And then you got friggin' um, Richard Nixon with his whole Watergate scandal. I mean, jeez.
1: Yeah. Andrew Jackson's parrot had to get ejected from his own funeral because it wouldn't stop swearing. <laughs> to give you an idea of what kind of person Andrew Jackson was.
0: Oh, shit. That's good.
1: He also participated in something like 100 to 200 duels in his lifetime. Really? Yeah. He had a That's real cool. chip on his shoulder. He had a wife who was previously divorced, which was like, you know, a big no-no for the time. And he right. loved fucking challenging people to duels if they said shit about his wife
0: that's hilarious
1: oh yeah he killed a lot of people he was kind of a piece of
0: oh, shit no because oh, no, it, it wasn't
1: just like a duel like okay and now we call it a draw and we both have our honors intact no he fucking killed people during these <laughs> duels a lot of the time
0: oh no so what kind of duels were they were they pistol duels or yeah. were they like swords
1: he had a lot of pistol duels uh there was a oh, time shit. where he, one of the people that challenged him was like a professional soldier And so uh, when the duel came, he let the soldier shoot first because he figured, I'm not going to try to shoot first because that guy's a soldier. He's going to shoot me. So he let the soldier shoot. Sure enough, the soldier hit him. So then Andrew Jackson shoots to kill, uh, which is, it's weird because I read that and it was like, that was a faux pas. It's like, what the fuck? You're using, like, like, black powder pistols. And it's like, you're talking about what's fair? Like yeah so i think that's like more wild. often people would aim low he aimed for the chest and fucking murdered the guy and then when right like got patched up or whatever that's said he died with a lot of bullets in his body and the quote i like uh, i think the guy that runs the badass of the week site did uh andrew jackson and they said andrew jackson like uh like famed murderer uh never got a lot of the bullets ever removed from his body because presumably surgery fell under time not spent killing people
0: <laughs> uh that's good yeah he no, probably just like put a band aid on it and then went and like I don't know banged his wife or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever he does. <laughs> or maybe he just went on to the next duel who knows he went on to kill the next guy
1: trying to tear down banks and orchestrating such uh crimes against humanity is the trail of tears so yeah Andrew yeah. Jackson not a great guy lots of good stories about him though
0: that's hilarious bit of duct tape and gauze way to go
1: <laughs> fucking divorcees and murdering folk like it was his goddamn job no wait, it was president. <laughs> they let this guy run the country.
0: <laughs> How long was he a president? Did he do two terms? I I honestly
1: don't know. I guess I could search that up. Give me a second.
0: I don't know. I'm just curious now.
1: <laughs> uh March fourth, eighteen twenty nine to March fourth, eighteen thirty seven. Okay, so I guess that was two.
0: Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I guess they were afraid to vote against him, afraid he'd challenge him to a duel.
1: Yeah, I mean, people talk about like some of these famous presidents, like Teddy Roosevelt. It's like,
0: oh, Teddy Roosevelt
1: was the manliest man. He's still hugely problematic and an asshole, but he did some absolutely. cool stuff, like the national parks system. Sp- spoken as a non-American, <laughs> yeah. But like, it <laughs> it it you know, it's still relevant history, more yeah, or less. Um, absolutely. And speaking of history, and speaking of all that time we spent talking about books and stuff, yeah. A quote favored by business people and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 players alike. All warfare is based on deception. <laughs> These are the opening lines to what book, Tyler?
0: Uh...
1: Hmm. Or like often quoted lines. I think they start the book. It's been a while.
0: I don't know. It's like the art of war.
1: That's it, bud. Good job.
0: Nice. I'm killing it tonight. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> it's like T-Ball. Um, so i'm just i'm just setting you up and you're just fucking nailing them out of the park uh so that was written by sun Tzu, uh famous chinese general uh it's funny because uh some people think it's full of shit but i've also heard that they teach it in some business classes like the really like really douchebaggy ones because like oh okay. business is war like, oh good this is sustainable practice then um yeah <laughs> yeah really I've read, I, I don't think I've read it in its full entirety. If I did, I it's shorter than I thought it would have been. Uh, and when it was years yep. ago. But I did read most, if not all, of Art of War. And it seems fairly straightforward in most ways. Because it's literally, uh, the Art of War, it's, uh, everything is based on deception. When your numbers are small, you want people to think your numbers are big. If your enemy thinks you're yep. far away, then uh, you should be near if you are near your enemy should think you're far away the idea is just setting up ambushes constantly or just setting up favorable battle circumstances which of course makes sense in the era of like horse and sword
0: right that makes sense
1: that's an interesting thing
0: uh, i think it's a pretty small book it's only 288 pages
1: okay i've read a lot of it i don't know if i read the full thing then but um yeah it's it's pretty straightforward in a lot of its things But it's interesting because I I, apparently uh, a more modern military general wrote his own counterpoint. Uh, He just (laughs) called it "On War," and his name was Clausewitz, right? Uh, And so he just said, "Art of War is full of shit." Uh, Like deception has its place, but like things like the Geneva Convention can also limit how sneaky you can get. Uh, Yeah, but like. It is interesting, because he talks about, like, there's a cost-benefit to it, because it's like, you could spend all this time trying to, like, fool your enemy, but at a certain point, you're gonna have to fight, so, like, you shouldn't blow your budget on special effects.
0: Yeah, that's, that is fair. That's, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good advice for a war, I think.
1: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I, I, I mean, it has its place.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, the art of war, that was written a long time ago right
1: yeah so i think it makes sense in the context yeah. in which it was written
0: right yeah so when you were going to war with swords and horses yeah like it was probably great and probably worked really well but then I, yeah when you put like machine guns and tanks and other things in the mix i feel like it maybe lacks a bit
1: in a time where like all the books in the world could probably fit in a modern house
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> pretty innovative shit for that time yeah, yeah i've never re- written. i've never read i've never read sorry <laughs> i've never read any of this book at all so i'm amazed that i got that answer right
1: yeah that was makarov in uh modern warfare 2 when you start the game he was always all warfare is based on deception with his <laughs> nice. weird gross russian voice
0: yeah, and he funny. had
1: a he had a gross voice <laughs> All warfare is based on deception. Look. <laughs> uh, remember, no deception. But, uh, uh...
0: That poor voice actor. Stop oh, giving them shit.
1: you <laughs> uh, had to smoke a fucking fat gar before he could do that voice. <laughs> yeah, uh... It's interesting. I, It's... I don't know. It, it is interesting, like because i i was reaching for the kind of like big grandiose things in military history but like there's not great examples except for things like the trojan uh, horse like there's not these like yeah. amazing displays where like they were so fooled there it's it's because real life also isn't all, always that interesting it's like the little things it's like winning by like increments it's like yeah
0: you exactly. know
1: just a small ambush on like a tank column or whatever or like whatever it's not like the, and the whole group, that, it, like, a, a thousand and one nights, Arabian nights, they all hid in the
0: barrels and the camels. Like,
1: <laughs> a lot of those stories are more yeah. myth and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I guess any of the super big things, I mean, maybe they don't want that to get out anyway. So maybe it's like hush-hushed, hushed, real classified shit, you That's know? That's fair, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you want a green text? yeah let's hear a green text i love green text
1: i need to see if i have any about liars because i didn't prep any green texts
0: that's okay green
1: text funny lie there you go oh here's one anon embraces the lie
0: perfect oh <laughs> right away
1: <laughs> uh be me college talking to a cutie 3.14 run out of topics yes. panic ensues dot gif uh decided to lie to keep up con- decide to lie to keep the conversation going uh, tell her I have a goldfish pond in my backyard <laughs> what the fuck mate dot jpeg that's so cool do you think I could come see it sometime how did that work uh, we exchanged numbers realize what I've done go home and promptly dig a goldfish pond and fill it with water get necessary items from pet store filter plants goldfish etc pond is fucking amazing try to contact girl girl never responds to my calls or texts three years later I'm still taking care of 14 goldfish in my backyard one has had baby and two more are pregnant my face when the goldfish are having more sex than me uh, and the picture is two wojacks in military gear and says "Field team six.
0: Oh shit that's amazing I don't know if I would ever go to that length to get a girl to, like, hang out with me, but, I mean, that's great.
1: Coward. (laughs) You mean, you you wouldn't lie to get a girl to sleep with you?
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's that's what I wouldn't do. I also don't think I'd build a goldfish pond in my backyard, but that's neither here nor there.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't just do that lie, because that's so much more work.
0: Yeah, exactly. You come up with something smaller, a smaller lie.
1: <laughs> you know. Like a casserole dish filled with blue jello and goldfish crackers.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: That's Mike that's now, more cringy. I've decided that's more cringy.
0: <laughs> well, can you imagine if you went up to some girl and was like, Hey, so if you want to come home I got some jello and goldfish crackers
1: Hey, are you four? Interested. Hey, bud, are you four <laughs> years old?
0: <laughs> what if I said there was vodka in the Jello?
1: <laughs> With crackers in it is pretty nasty, man.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. I've never, I've never lied for any of those purposes. So I can't relate to this guy. You know? Yeah,
1: I think I got you.
0: Yeah. Can you? Have you lied? no
1: i mean i definitely present myself as being more interesting than i am in some ways but also like it for me to judge what's interesting is weird like i've read something interesting that i thought was neat and it's a lot of the people that like have to lie to girls <laughs> about stuff i mean if they're not just outright douchebags just like lying if like you feel like you need to lie or misrepresent what you're doing with your life it's an interesting thing it's like so if all your hobbies are purely based around consuming entertainment products whether it's shows or movies or music or card games or video games whatever like that is not much of a personality like there's going to be people that are similar to you that also enjoy consuming those things and you can have conversations and relationships with them but you probably aren't really an interesting person if your personality is that you are a fan of things yeah that's true if you don't create or if you don't do uh it's it's interesting because it's like because it sounds harsh but like why would somebody want to hang out with you because like they can do those things independently and like it's 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 interesting and nice to have conversations about things because that's all we do this is that podcast is this we consume things we talk about things we argue over the fucking merits of these made up Primarchs, which exists in the 40k universe which is an expansive sci-fi universe in which there's uh big space marines with daddy issues and there's chaos and bad things um right. to summarize we'll get there again later i love 40k universe but um <laughs> like part of my personality is i just enjoy those things there needs to be other things in my personality to like be worth spending time with as a person you need to do things right. or have like an interesting <clears throat> outlook so i i i read that recently i thought it was an interesting concept and it's it's not advice that really applies to me anymore because i'm i'm dope and i do dope shit but like
0: yeah no that's, that's good i uh, wish i was that way. not that's I not accurate
1: like... but it it's <laughs> liar there, there's i i do some cool things but not like <laughs> lately it's like you know there's work and covid there's not too much going on but like
0: absolutely i i can't say anything i don't do nothing you live in a third you just world describe my entire personality
1: <laughs> but it, it's i like i understand that but i don't think it's entirely fair because if you consume things like that also you're describing a scholar if a scholar doesn't write much of their own like treaties on things but it's i think it is interesting like if you feel like you need to lie to somebody to keep the conversation going it's like that like There's a short-sightedness that runs through a lot of green text where uh, Anon misses the point. And that's, the, that's the point. We're here to laugh at Anon because they fucked up or they <laughs> missed the greater point. They don't take the long view. Yeah. Like, right. I need to lie in this moment. It's also a moment for self-reflection. Maybe I should work on myself. So now it's he is he does have a thing. That is a thing. It's a worthy thing. He has a hobby. He takes care of Goldfish. He has pets. He does this that's thing. That's true. That, that is part of that is a hobby that is part of your personality that is an interesting thing
0: yeah that is that's super true yeah so i mean he basically created a hobby for himself by lying to this girl
1: yeah personal growth through deception
0: (laughs) yeah i like it well i'm not gonna do it but i think it's interesting for him i agree so all right let's switch it up have you ever lied on like a job interview
1: so I'm sorry I'm also looking I have a story Saved about alpha legion in my uh, It's in my uh, Other green text folders I'm trying to find it um, oh, Maybe nice. it's under 40k I mean I think that's also part of job Interviews is um, It's worth like it Presenting yourself in a certain way Selling yourself is an interesting thing So like yeah. it's I don't think it's always lying Because I think um, there's different ways to Interpret the same thing And I I don't like Those smarmy things where it's like it's not technically A lie I definitely used to be guilty of that Uh, Um or lies by omission Are also kind of gross But it's um It's It's not always your fault Either if you like had a position But the reality of it Like if you think about it's like oh it wasn't actually That cool that's not your fault If it had a cool title if like You were not if you were like underworked or like not allowed to like strive to your potential in a position that's not your fault either like yeah, so if, if if the reality was like i don't know you you worked as a farm hand or something but like all you did was like hang out and like sometimes you help fix the tractor or something but like really yeah. you didn't do anything for whatever reason or another like i'm not saying that about farmhands i'm just saying that then it's like okay well what are you, you or it's like i i don't know like an agriculture specialist and it's like additionally i also have uh, a lot of experience like fixing fixing industrial engines or something like yeah. there's ways to interpret that that's that like i don't think that's wrong because like it's 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 bad because i hate this about this sounds like a weird tangent but bear with me i hate a thing okay. in professional sports specifically fighting sports where it's like everybody bulks and like like or not bulks but like everyone has their fighting weight and their actual weight and they have to dehydrate themselves for the weigh-in and everything but everyone's doing it i think it's bullshit like that's true it's like an unsafe unhealthy practice to like super dehydrate yourself to like lose 12 pounds by the next day so you can meet weigh-in like yeah that's super fucked up and it's misrepresentative really but, like, people do that with their job interviews. But everyone's doing it. And you have to do it because you know everybody else is doing it. If your fight weight is your walking round weight, then you're going to be, like, end up fighting somebody who might be have, like, fucking, like, 15 pounds of muscle on you or something.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, it's the same thing with the job interview. It's like, you have to present yourself as best as possible because you know everybody else is doing that, too.
0: I like that answer. That's perfect. It, that's exactly what I was looking for i had a job interview once i didn't get the job so i guess i didn't lie very good but um they asked me like if i had any experience like patrolling an area or like you know like managing like a site kind of thing okay and uh i had just come from you know being a supervisor at another place and i mean it was a completely different job like totally chalk and cheese kind of situation but uh i definitely lied and said oh yeah like i can totally i've managed plenty of buildings like i can um i can fix whatever you need fixed and all this stuff and i was like i can't do any of that but hey if i got the job i would have figured it out it was nothing electrical so i was like hey yeah that's fine (laughs) that's
1: what richard branson said or sir richard branson it's like if you get offered an opportunity just say yes and learn how to do it later if need be um
0: (laughs) exactly i knew i knew that i couldn't do any electrical stuff but i figured like you know i could probably put up a shelf or two i can figure that out
1: yeah for sure no i i i I think that's fair too because you know like that's why probation periods exist as well
0: yeah exactly yeah, but I didn't get the job because they're a bunch of jerks. But well, that's fine. That sucks. It's alright, I got a better job. The other job that I got allowed me to also kind of just hang out and, you know, do very little in the daytime. But I got paid for it and it was great.
1: I'm glad you had such a good job. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I'm trying to find that fucking <laughs> Alpha Legion story. Can't find it in my records.
0: You can do it. I have full faith in you. God damn it, it's a good one. Oh, I think I
1: got it. Nice. I'm excited. The
0: anticipation's killing me.
1: Oh, that's better. That's a better story. Hold on. Bear with me. So, I got two Alpha Legion stories. Should I explain Alfarius first? Uh, yeah. Alright, let's hear it. Alright. Uh, so you want to talk about Alfarius? You want to fucking talk about Alfarius?
0: I am ready for Alpharius.
1: Alright. The story of Alpharius is an uncertain one. And Tyler, everything I'm about to tell you is true, except for all the parts that aren't.
0: Alright, I'm ready.
1: When all the Primarchs were scattered, Alpharius wasn't done yet. He was still in the oven there. He wasn't quite finished. So, everybody else was scattered, so he got to grow up on Terra and was raised by the Emperor in the ways of warfare. But, he wasn't introduced to all his brothers until much later, where he was, quote-unquote, discovered by Horus. He was doing wet work for the Emperor for uh, hundreds of years before all the other uh, uh, primarchs ever came to do anything. Oh, shit. That's not true. Oh, no. <laughs> Alpharius was scattered just like all the other primarchs. He ended up on a dead world ravaged by an apocalypse at some point. He lived and grew on that savage little world, living amongst the ruins like a character from a Fallout video game. Eventually, a band of space pirates came to land on the planet to scavenge it for goodies, and he killed them all. In doing so, he started to learn a little bit about the greater universe, and he set out, determined, to find out who created him. That's pretty cool. That's also not true, though. So, <laughs> sorry. He actually was uh, grew up on a world which was invaded by the Slaw. The Slaw... I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Maybe it's Sloth. They... um. <laughs> These weird creatures that were really good at sabotage and infiltrating enemies' minds and learning how they work and destroying them from the, inmo- from the inside. This giant Primarch, this giant specimen. Surely he would be their greatest pet and they would teach him their ways of conducting warfare and unleash him on planets they're about to invade. So he could infiltrate their human society and destroy from the inside. Making them ripe for the pick, ripe for the picking, when they finally decided to descend from the stars. That one's also a lie.
0: <laughs> Did you make these up? Because these are great. I really believed all of these. Horus
1: is with his battle fleet. He was out on the rim of space, conquering systems when he found a system filled with humans that had all allied under one banner. They opened up in uh, like a space naval engagement when suddenly uh, Horace's uh, ship was barged, uh, was uh, hit with a boarding party from uh, diversion created by Perfect Tactics. They lured Horace's little battle barge into a trap and then the humans came on board and all of them started killing all the space marines and then they were being mowed down by the space marines but only one human survived he rushed into the main flight deck and challenged horace to single combat whereupon they both recognized the other as brother
0: i don't know what to say also a lie <laughs> interesting oh, no. though uh these are all great stories if he happened from any of these. I would be excited.
1: <laughs> Good news, bud. None of them are true and all of them are.
0: Okay. I assumed it was going to be something silly like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, to be fair, a lot of the primary sources, quote-unquote primary sources, like Alfarius' book, his book, written from his perspective, we'll get to that, quote-unquote his perspective, starts with the words, this is a lie and ends... Well, at some point in the beginning, this is a lie. Ends with also, this was a lie. <laughs> Let nothing
0: can what be. What a guy. The pro
1: I will say <laughs> everything I'm gonna tell you is pretty much true. You know, obviously it's all filtered through me, but it's also <laughs> not. Because <laughs> that's their whole fucking thing. Right. Uh, oh man. So alpharius what did he looked like he looked like a bald white guy, he looked a lot like Horace. Actually, they make special reference to that big, bald, white dude. Although sometimes they say their skin was coppery, but all the pictures we see, okay. they're very white. Um, right, with either green or blue eyes apparently, they can change color if they feel like it. Sweet. Um, and a big, heavy brow. And then there's also a thing that sparked a lot of different discussions that I've seen. The argument is who's the shortest Primarch? Everyone says it's Alfarious. This is weird because his legion, his legionnaires are really tall. They said that a lot of them were very freakishly (laughs) tall for Space Marines. And their Primarch was kind of short. So they used to impersonate each other. So people would show up and say, I am Alfarious. It was a Space Marine, not Alfarious. Uh so remember how like space marines can eat like flesh and gain some memories and abilities and stuff what if the primer intentionally fed some of his soldiers his own blood so that they could better pretend to be him when he felt like it
0: oh shit that's wild
1: yeah he's a fucking smart guy (laughs) when he was trained by those aliens on how to do fucking stealth sabotage
0: um, so this guy sounds great.
1: Yeah, no. Th- why is he my fucking favorite? I wonder. Uh, that so makes sense. <laughs> uh, when Alpharius was discovered, one way or another, he was the last Primarch found. Um, so he went about trying to prove himself. Uh, he found his Legion very much to his liking, uh, and they were operating. I think they were sometimes referred to as the Ghost Legion before they officially came under his command it's thought that the emperor used this for his various wet work projects where people needed to be disappeared uh nice they're very it was interesting because his legion had an intense unity that wasn't really matched by other legions like a lot of legions like you know they were honor bound and they're all these things but like the teamwork displayed by his marines were was basically unparalleled the closest thing is the ultramarines really which is interesting because ultramarines uh are like the foil to uh alpha legion and they're very much juxtaposed in a lot of situations um okay so uh it's apparent right from the beginning alpharius is smart but people hate his tactics you think about some of the people yeah. we've described the space viking the Space Gladiator. The fucking evil Batman, and then you have yeah. this guy, whose specialty is subterfuge and sabotage and coordination. So right. when the Alice legion came to play, they won, and they won through coordination. They won through strategy. Like they, they were they. It was like they were playing a video game, and a lot of the things it's like they were trying to get achievements. They weren't just trying to win. They were like. We want to do some fucking cool shit before we win. Um, Yep. This came to a head when uh, basically he, uh, Ferris, was called a coward by uh, Gilliman. Uh, It's like, you know, like what you do, this is like, you're not setting up planets for like proper, uh, like citizenship after this. Like how are people supposed to inhabit this planet? They're going to hate us. They hate what you've done to this planet. Like, all this sabotage and misdirection. They're fucking scared. The whole planet has PTSD from what you just did. Nobody knows <laughs> if the war is actually over yet or not. How the fuck are we supposed to rule them? You destroyed all the water on the planet. How are we going to fucking deal with this? It's like, oh, well, it was pretty clever when I did that, wasn't it? No! You piece of shit! How are we supposed to rule these people? They hate us!
0: Yeah, I can see that being a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Alpharius, like any mad lad doubled down and uh he did so there's a planet that was really hard to well they they announced we're throwing off imperial rule we're rebelling you can't do shit about it uh Elpharius took the whole planet uh he did it in a bit of a longer period of time but i think they said they estimated they only lost about 12 marines in the process and caused a 90 percent casualty rate in the population of the planet oh shit (laughs) because they they basically set up so much they they sent in their like human serfs to infiltrate the, the planet set booby traps join up with like the local militias sabotage their weapons poison wells set explosives on their like perimeters and stuff to like blow it up at the right moment Nobody could trust anything that was going on. Like, with the Night Haunter, with Conrad Kerr's, it was like, you'd be scared to go, like, try to save your buddy who was shot because there might be a landmine left on his corpse because that's the way, like, the fucking Night Haunter did wow. shit and how his legion did it. With yep. Altharius, it was like, that might not even be my dude. It might be a guy in disguise. I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> And so... Uh, that's stressful. Yeah, when when Gullyman found out that oh you took the whole planet and you lost 12 marines what a fucking waste of time and bolts is what he said uh but (laughs) alfarius was kind of like nobody gets it like this is my art and nobody appreciates it i'm a fucking genius and these idiots (laughs) don't appreciate it and the argument is he when he was found he was in a region of space with other primaries like gulliman honorable combat man, man man and then like <laughs> M- mortarian it's like our whole legions thing is that we're really fucking tough and we win wars by attrition right. like yep. also not great uh and then uh who is the other one oh magnus was scared of not scared magnus really didn't like alpharius and avoided him at all costs it's not really explained why um
0: horace I-, I get it though yeah <laughs> i understand horace
1: thought like that whole like conquering thing great job gold star you fucking did it bud but that's because horace was everybody's second best friend in some cases only friend like in this one right and they talk about like that's kind of a tragedy for alfarius because alfarius um like he actually cared about humans seemingly um yeah it, like, depending on the which interpretation of the backstory is true or what parts we take, he actually, like, he knows how to effectively use humans. And, like, he's bigger and stronger and smarter, but, like, he understands, like, they're not useless. And, like, the human troops win wars a lot of the time. It's... yeah, And, like, not everything can be done by the, the eight-foot-tall monster and plate mail. Sometimes... You need like a you know like a teenage girl that's willing to infiltrate the right place and plant the right documents to make your battle plan work. Like he like he right. knew how to use his people and yep. valued them. Uh, so they say he probably would have got along really well with Vulcan and uh, nice. Korax because Vulcan also cared about people's lives. He saw the value in individuals, and Korax was the other stealth brother. He, except he was full yep. on stealth whereas stealth in the sense of like sam fisher where i would say alfair is, is much more uh fucking so solid snake like hiding yeah. in cardboard boxes and using inflatable <laughs> distractions like uh, so alpha legion their symbol is the hydra uh okay. like from greek legend so that is yeah. significant you think what is a hydra it's, it's a, it's a, it's the bad guys in Marvel. That's true, Hydra Dominus. But it's, <laughs> it's an interesting thing where it's like, what is a Hydra? It has three heads, and so, it, it it's not a centralized leadership position. It is you disseminate power amongst your legion. So, uh, Alpha Legionnaires were different than their brothers in some ways that they were trained to do everything. So it wasn't just you are in like an assault squadron. You also had to know how to do everything else because in the battlefield, their whole thing was adaptability and coordination. So you need to know how to do everything. Cause on this mission, we might be pretending to be white scars for some reason. So you'd better know how to ride a speed bike. Yeah. So, that's, um, that's intense. So Hydra, like Hydra, like it's, it's independence. It's, yeah. uh attacking from multiple, multiple angles it's coordination and like diversity it's the hydra is a really good thing so it's like it's a good symbol for these kinds of people what happens if you cut off the head of a hydra like two or three more take its place depending on you know the yeah. interpretation i think it's two in most interpretation but like that is alpha legion too like i said they spent a lot of time impersonating their own primarch just cuz it's often, it's, <laughs> if you think you know who you're talking to, you probably don't because it, if you, yeah. if you think you're cut, you've caught onto the plan, that probably means you've fallen into a much bigger trap. Right. So this
0: guy sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah. It, it's very interesting. Like, so his legion is, and it's very mummified, but it's a thing. And like, and that's why like the pictures of like alpha legion, uh, legionnaires pointing at each other is really funny because they all say i am alfarius which isn't just a (laughs) deliberate misdirection it is also indicative of like we are one we are the most cohesive legion like each of us knows our role
0: going back to the last episode where we talked about um the walking dead a lot it kind of sounds like the whole negan storyline
1: oh yeah we are negan yeah (laughs) yeah well it's that but it's not out of fear it's like it's a smug satisfaction like we know what we're capable of we are all super soldiers working at our full potential that's cool um there that's what i think makes them so interesting the coordination it's like because you they're not talking to each other on the battlefield necessarily but they're deliberately setting up traps and like doing feints to make openings for each other it's it's the teamwork legion
0: yeah that's awesome that sounds Um, like a legion that i could get behind
1: and so i it's interesting because i was looking at things today and i find people make uh these references like how they're like other legions it's 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 a lot of it's there like uh they say uh like for the ultramarines information is victory so the alpha legion takes the other stance as well well, if information guarantees your own victory, then misinformation guarantees your enemy's defeat. It's like, so if they know nothing about us, if we deliberately obfuscate everything we possibly can, if we set up fake stories, also a lot of the things that they say about Alpha Legion, it can't be corroborated because a lot of the sources turn out to also be Alpha Legion plants. So it's like, okay, they (laughs) wanted us to know this story. Can we trust that it's real or not?
0: Right. So, yeah, like, really. It sounds like the whole poop thing. That's the car. That's the camel poop situation. <laughs> that's the <a> what? <laughs> the camel poop situation. They already ran over camel camel. Oh my god. They already oh. ran over camel poop.
1: <laughs> I thought you I thought you were saying candle, candle, candle and I was like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it's very camel poop. Um yeah. So their stealth like the raven guard their intense coordination and like setting up before a fight their ultramarines their legion is split we'll get to that later dark angels okay they like keeping people alive they're like the salamanders it's it's like they're an interesting mix of the best parts of the other legions because they're real good at a lot of stuff too because sometimes they have to pretend to be other legionnaires there's a good part in one of the books where an alpha legion they're uh, an Alpha Legion squad is trying to get to a planet that's currently controlled by World Eaters. This is post heresy; it is full chaos mode, and so they're all screaming, like terrorizing the inhabitants of the planet. So they've done up their battle barge to look like a World Eaters battle barge. They painted it red, they're covered it in spikes, all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, okay, we're being hailed by another ship. Like, what should we do? It's like, give me the microphone, and one of the guys screams into the mic. Like, blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne, rip, tear, kill! And then they just put that on repeat, and they just keep flying by. Like, and nobody stops them, because they're like, yeah, no, those must be world eaters too. Like, they're really good at everything. Like, they they know everything about everybody else, but nobody knows anything about them.
0: That's amazing. Like, that's what wins wars.
1: And so, I don't think I need to explain it. They went traitor.
0: But... Yeah.
1: <laughs> but... There's more to it than that. And there's this is part of why I left Alpharius for last. Okay. Two important things about Alpharius. Number one, nothing's true. <laughs> Number two, he has a twin brother named Omegon.
0: Wow. That's cool.
1: So, their Legion has two Primarchs. Shit. And they were described as being so close, so in unison they were two bodies with one soul oh wow that's cool Alpharius and omegon are considered they weren't even actually names those were roles they took turns playing so alfarius was hilarious. the public name of the primarch of the legion and omegon was typically yep. whoever was dealing with the internal affairs of the legion at the time and Shit,
0: that's amazing
1: so in canon they say oh Alpharius was definitely the one that attacked here or died here nothing about that can be confirmed because you're talking about the alpha legion and like people there's fans that are like alfarius died in this battle with this primer cool then why did he show up at this other place and to be fair <laughs> that could be an imposter or was it an imposter that died Nobody can be certain. And people get so butthurt. It's like, don't take away that. Don't take away that thing from my Primark.
0: That was one of their best victories. Don't take that from my Primark. <laughs> yeah. Alpharius is living on some beach somewhere drinking a Mai Tai.
1: Alpharius <laughs> is playing the long game. Uh, so he went traitor. But here's the thing. Alpharius and Omegon uh, sometimes just referred to Alpharius Omegon because people thought it was a first and last name. Nah, uh It was two guys um that's hilarious they were contacted by... i was confused when
0: you yeah. said twins when when i was like what should we do as a topic this week and you listed out a bunch of things and twins was one of the things and i was like okay well i can't
1: believe you forgot
0: all right the special boys
1: <laughs> so um, maybe that's why i love el ferris because i want you to be my omega
0: yeah there you go <laughs> i'm Deb. share a soul with me baby yeah, we'll put our souls together. It's all good. Oh, gross!
1: It's like that love song. Like I remember when our souls touched. Oh, he's talking about <laughs> sex. Oh, I love that song. Um, anyways, uh, it's they were contacted by this organization called the Cabal. Uh, so the Cabal, or sometimes called the Cabal of Xenos. so the Cabal okay. uh, was made up of, a, I think, only like a couple really. Char- named characters worth talking about. One of them being John Grammaticus. Not worth really talking about. A perpetual like the Emperor. Almost as old as the Emperor or as old, but not okay. powerful the way the Emperor was. Um, so one of these immortal guys uh, and a bunch of Xenos, which, why why would uh, why would they hang out with Xenos? Well, a bunch of them were Eldar Farseers who can see the future. And so nice. they told them, uh, they, uh, they were told by the Cabal, Alpharis and Omegon, they were told... The heresy is coming. So... Okay. What's gonna happen... Is either... The... Either Horus wins. Or... The Emperor wins. Here's the right. thing. We want Horus to win. Here's why.
0: Oh shit. Humanity
1: is infected by chaos. Like... Chaos exists in the universe. And because humans are so right. numerous... And every one of them... any Every one of the fuckers has a soul and there's trillions that's of true. them, they have a huge... Yeah. It's like they have the most votes or power and influence in the warp. Like, Eldars have much stronger souls, but there's way less okay. Eldar. So, right. the warp is all turbulent and terrible, and that's not really the humans' fault, but the humans help perpetuate that. We need Horus to win, As ostensibly a victory for Chaos, because in the future we see Horus wins realize what he's done is wrong and in, within a century will eradicate all human life well shit and we've decided this is the good ending because if the emperor oh, wow. wins Horace dies the legions yeah. get scattered and right. it is a slow long death that drags everybody else into the universe into a shit show that persists shit. for thousands of so years either
0: way either way it's it's an apocalypse
1: either way it's an apocalypse but is it the long death that everybody dies or the short death where humans die but potentially the galaxy survives
0: wow. the
1: idea is it's fighting fire with fire we starve chaos by ki- killing their major food source which is all humans
0: shit that's wild and so, I didn't see it coming to that.
1: This is why I saved it for last. It's not just my <laughs> giant ego; it's also, narratively speaking, pretty important. Yeah. Um, so this is one of those things where you this is the top, like part of like the conspiracy iceberg of 40k, because you can totally enjoy 40k without knowing about the cabal, and some people think that like the knowledge of the cabal kind of colors things. But I mean, I'm homeschooling. I'm homeschooling you. I'm ruining all your social skills and giving you my own warped education. I'm willing to admit that. But uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting, and it puts an interesting color on it. So, yeah, the Alpha I mean, Legion went traitor. Now.
0: We're sharing a soul, so
1: yeah. So the Alpha <laughs> Legion went traitor.
0: But oh man, their
1: battle cry is still often well either Hydra Dominus or for the Emperor, in part. Some people think to confuse their enemies and to give them maybe a half yeah. seconds hesitation so they can shoot them in the face. <laughs> but <That's> also <laughs> maybe they're actually secret loyalists. Maybe they're trying to work from the inside of chaos. Who knows? Right. Nobody. Yeah,
0: nobody really knows. Maybe Elfarious
1: knew, but he's dead. Or is he? We'll never fucking know.
0: Shit. That's wild. Yeah. So are they still writing these books? Yeah. Okay interesting
1: yeah i looked up a timeline of the horus heresy today it's funny because i don't know half the things they referenced and i've been at this a while (laughs) i don't care though i'm gonna give you a cliff notes version
0: yeah that's best con i like the cliff notes
1: yeah, it's I, I cuz basically Shit. we need to get out of the heresy cuz I I love 40K. This expansive sci-fi universe about space marines and daddy issues, fighting the horrors in this beyond the stars and chaos and aliens and stuff. That's 40K by the way. This is what we're talking about. But it's I think there's other things that are interesting, but uh obviously so much of the universe is human centric. So we kind of need to talk about the Horus heresy before we do anything else. I fi- figured the easiest way to explain to you is you st- start in the middle and then work backwards uh, and then work forwards and, you know, do like an interesting kind of tenant kind of situation maybe. But I just thought that that might be narratively interesting for somebody that doesn't know anything about the universe to learn about it like chronologically in like the from the most like the, the this is kind of the centerpiece of the setting i think so it's worth exploring in detail yeah. and revealing it dramatically
0: yeah i like it i like it a lot i'm very excited to hear the heresy part i can't believe I think we're there's... through all the primarchs.
1: yeah uh should we do a final tally of how many you got right
0: yeah all right let's see i gotta bring it up give me a second
1: don't worry i'll chug alcohol in the meantime perfect so bef- while you're doing that, do you have any standout favorites from your Primarchs?
0: Um hmm. Honestly, like Alpharius seems pretty cool. I know we just did him and it's like it's an easy easy out, but he does sound like the coolest one. <laughs>
1: It's so funny, because they say the least amount is known about them, and that's true, but there's still, you know, enough to talk about. I just talked about how bad I am at selling things. Meanwhile, this giant, juicy, (laughs) creative brain just had to make it so appealing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was... He just sounds the coolest. I don't know. All right, you ready? I got it up. Yeah. So, Lionel Johnson... I said, was a loyalist. Fulgrim, loyalist. Wrong. Yep. Pernarabo, I said, was a traitor. Good. Jackatai Khan, traitor. Wrong. Yep. Lehman Russ, loyalist. True. Rogel Dorn, uh, traitor. Okay. Conrad Kurz, traitor. Good. Sanguinius Loyalist. Ferris Manus, Traitor. Wrong. I'm just counting the wrong ones, and we'll tally it up after. Yeah, that's perfect. Angron, Traitor. Good. Uh, Roboto, Gulliman, Loyalist. Good. Mortorian, Loyalist. Wrong. Magnus, Loyalist. Wrong. <laughs> Horus, Traitor. Good. Lorgar traitor good or logar uh vulcan uh loyalist good corax was a traitor false and alfarius i said was a loyalist also wrong um so out of 18
1: from my count you got eight wrong so congrats on the pass bud <laughs> yeah i did great you're, it was bad in the beginning. You had a bad track record early on. The middle is where you you fucking pulled it out.
0: Yeah, I think I'd, yeah, definitely, definitely pulled it out in the middle. I mean, if I got that grade in high school, I would have been stoked. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh fuck, that's like a that's like a celebratory math grade in grade eleven. Jesus Christ, my dude. Uh, that's okay everything's fine <laughs> fuck like a 55 percent listen all right i've gotten a zero before don't worry about
1: it um so yeah that's we're set up for the Horus heresy so you know basically everybody's origin story and we're uh set up for the fucking heresy this is you know we just got through phase one of marvel We've established everybody's backstory we're getting ready for civil war
0: perfect i'm excited I can't wait to hear all about the heresy.
1: I'm going to butcher it so bad because I'm only going to focus on the parts I give a shit about.
0: <laughs> I'm That's basi- fair. I'm going to talk... Mean, listen, here's the thing. If anybody comes at us because you're only giving us the clip notes, at least someone's emailing us.
1: That's fair. I would love if one of you fucks <laughs> decided to give us an email.
0: <laughs> exactly. Literally anybody at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, cliff notes, we're just, we're gonna just, just touch on Istvan, and then we're gonna just go right to the Siege of Terra, probably. <laughs> or just all the parts involving Alfarius because I like him.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I like him, too. Yeah, uh, so would you like to hear a green text about Alpha Legion? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm excited. I'm all hyped up now. Again,
1: their whole thing's impersonation and deception. You know, fun things.
0: Yeah, I just heard of it. So there's just...
1: a tabletop game for 40k, uh, Death Watch, which, from the sounds okay. of it, plays a bit like d I'm sure that's wrong. Whatever. Uh, that's okay. We don't spit facts. Yeah. So this is a guy playing Alpha Legion. Again, a traitor faction. <laughs> when, Death Mo- when Death Watch was released, I got a party together to run a fairly lengthy campaign. That all the elder orcs and nids uh oh I read that wrong involving eldar nids orcs and even some hrud had to wing it a few rules but it worked out fine Uh, the party consisted of a mix of the chapters except for one player he took me aside when everyone else was sampling snacks and asked if he could play a member of alpha legion pretending to be an ultra smurf (laughs) I just give him some extra objectives he had to accomplish and it would add an interesting element to the game Thought on it for a bit and agreed on giving him the objective of killing another member of the party. I figured he'd do it first (laughs) session. He was a fairly new guy to our group who hadn't really got much of a handle on it yet. Uh, Quiet generally, but not a complete prat. I thought this would be a good chance to figure him out. Now this campaign is still ongoing. Our latest session was last night. Over the course of the campaign, he has avoided killing his target even saved his life multiple times and the rest of the party, frequently (laughs) praising him as the dependable member of the team. Famed amongst the party for going out of his way to save the people of the Imperium, frequently saying, we all go home or nobody goes home. So many times he could have simply left the Tarka to die, and he didn't, even getting injured a few times saving him. I thought he forgot his mission until last night. Uh, The party were fleeing from a never-ending horde of Nid's pteranids who were chasing them through some caves the alpha's target got crippled by a trap that had been laid earlier one of the party uh one the party had laid as part of the complex plan they'd worked out dealing with his slowed uh dealing with them slowed them down to the point where the horde would catch up with them if they tried to carry him. so the alpha gives him a void bomb that i'd given them as loot a while back and takes the heavy bolter off of one of the other members and gives it to his target He sets the timer on the bomb for a few minutes and tells his target to die well and then props him up against a rock so he can shoot the Tiranids as they come running down the tunnel. The entire party has manly tears at this moment as the Alpha insists we see how long he lasts against a horde of Nids with his heavy bolter, meaning the combat is all acted out while the rest of the party has long since escaped. The target survives until the bomb goes off. Although, at this point, he's punching a lictor that's trying to eat his face. (laughs) The bomb detonates, killing the target and the nids in the vicinity, with the bombs planted earlier, destroying the rest of them. The party escapes, and the alpha player isn't looking pleased with himself or anything. I ask him later if he planned this, and he pulls out the map drawn earlier, which the party used to work out his plan. He points out that the tunnel trap which took off his target's leg was not only his idea but also the only trap in the tunnel which was no doubt going to become their escape route as the planned route was not actually going to work despite what the rest of the party thought. He pointed out that the target consistently <laughs> took point with him always covering the party's rear. He'd also be counted on to not object to such a courageous and awesome death, with the rest of the party too focused on how brave and manly it is to think about what actually happened. He planned it. At that point, I realized that fucker had planned it, he had spent all that time studying the target and then killed him in a way that completely removed suspicion from him. Mother fucking alpha legion. I'm still wondering if I should give him another target. <laughs> That's such a fucking good point. Hey, can oh, I lay some shit. fucking booby traps on our escape route? Hey man, no. I bet he just fucking said like, yeah, don't worry. I'll come up with a plan. I'll place a trap here, place a the trap there. All good. Also, the last picture is fucking great. It's this, it's, ca- it's a yep. picture of Captain America from <laughs> oh, that one storyline where he's actually a HYDRA agent. It says Captain America just after he pushed somebody out of a plane and says Hail HYDRA. It's a perfect use of that image.
0: Oh man, that is amazing. I really want to know how many sessions these people had.
1: I wonder, like, will the quiet guy ever get drunk with the party and be like, that reminds me of the time I killed your plane. <laughs> player killed your character (laughs) oh man that'd be so good
0: absolutely that's
1: so alpha legion though
0: yeah because i mean like presumably these players were playing long enough to get really attached the like to their players right and then he's just like you know what now's the time
1: (laughs) the time is now (laughs) everyone
0: loves him it's time to take him out.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I love it. manly tears. Giving him the old <laughs> fucking heavy bolter.
0: <laughs> That's actually perfect.
1: It's so well thought out. Yes. This guy's scary. That's some fucking <laughs> hitman shit.
0: I would vote this person out of our group just in case. Hey, you okay, bud? Or like, are we, uh, are we good? <laughs> I always I would always bring him extra candy for the for the session.
1: Oh, you mean like Dane Cook in the kind of like office shoot 'em up kind of situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Thanks for the Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in case.
1: Oh, not I think that's <laughs> really clever.
0: <laughs> I also like it's like That's amazing.
1: I hate like when people are like actively against the party because I think like a lot of these things it's like if you're agreeing to sit down and play like you have to agree up front if you're playing like an absolute bastards campaign or if it's like you know this is more normal like i don't think it's fair to bust right. out and then i betray the party unless the dm no, knows definitely not. like unless the dm is aware that it's that kind of game that kind of thing like we did that one about like the yarl Glitterhorn, like the the gnome that was playing with a bunch of edge lords that was good like, yeah that was fair because it felt like they deserved it like right exactly but like if you just like are playing with like a fairly normal group it's like and then i kill this guy in their sleep like that's just like that's not like we're, this is a competitive this is not a competitive game this is a cooperative game we're all trying to have fun don't shit on my fun yeah exactly. don't steal my gold yeah don't like you know try to fuck with my pet whatever like this is a this is a fun game yeah but i think that person like in doing it that way it's so perfect it's so it's fucked. Like it's it's almost like you you yeah. you have to wait for the campaign to be over to talk about it because you can't compromise that player. Like by the way, I'm playing an Alpha Legion character.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't out them right away. Yeah, that doesn't work because then everybody's against them.
1: Yeah, like there's there's so many cases with Alpha Legion just impersonating other Legionnaires, and like they might do like like proper loyalist stuff for a long time because it's part of a bigger plan. Yeah. Because maybe they're not even actually heretics, maybe they're actually loyal. Um cuz the <laughs> idea is there there's also a fifth chaos god that gets retconned isn't real anymore called Malal and their whole thing is they're the chaos god of fighting other chaos gods and so they get powered by more chaos and destroying the unity that can exist within chaos. And so the idea is maybe the Alpha Legion were like worshippers of that god, but that god's no longer canon. So that's this whole thing.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. <clears throat> <sighs> shit, that's amazing. I oh man, this guy's great for coming up with that whole that whole thing. Yeah, I really want to know how many sessions they were played. In my head, I feel like they were playing for like at least a year the quote is
1: fairly lengthy campaign
0: yeah so that's like six months to a year for sure
1: i would say fairly lengthy yeah you measure that in months for sure maybe not years
0: definitely but he gave him an honorable death i guess
1: yeah do you have any predictions Uh, for who's going to survive the heresy
0: oh shit
1: do you think well Um, i I should phrase it like this do you think anybody's going to die during the heresy To be fair, I will not accept Alfarius as an answer because I did mention that a couple times, Uh, (laughs) but that can't be confirmed in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, that is fair. Um, I feel like Fulgrim's gonna die. Okay. I don't know why, but I I also feel like Horus is gonna die. Okay. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like Horus is gonna go out, go out swinging, kind of like like that guy just did with his character. Okay. It's gonna be one of those situations. But I feel like Fulgrim's just gonna die. <laughs> All right, I have I have no faith in Fulgrim. I don't know why.
1: I I've honestly in my this is this whole fucking game has been a or this whole fucking podcast has really been me trying to set you up for the grand reveal of what happens in the Horus Heresy when this space opera starts to unfold. This is where the emotion happens. And I like I remember reading about this, and I like it was kind of aware of the situation in 40k. And then I started doing my back research, and when I found out what happened during parts of the Horus Heresy, I was crushed. It was like, oh Oh, no, oh no, (laughs)
0: why did they have to do that? Oh, Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I feel like maybe they they might all die. I have no idea. The Emperor might just wipe them all and just restart. Make, I don't
1: know. <laughs> make a new batch of lab rats
0: yeah yeah
1: apparently there's some quotes that corroborate the idea that the emperor was playing on treating the primarchs the way he treated the uh thunder warriors which is like congrats you finished the great crusade for me now get in the fucking coffin
0: yeah i can i can totally see that being a thing i feel like the emperor is kind of a dick not the know.
1: father of the year
0: definitely not he's not gonna win any awards that's for sure no but hey i don't know i'm excited to see what happens
1: maybe you you might feel bad for him yet
0: (laughs) maybe i will (laughs) maybe they'll all gang up on him. maybe at the end they all turn traitor and just gang up on him. i have no idea there's so many possible ways that this could go
1: yeah I, i i love how everybody who's even like passingly familiar with the hobby it's just like oh tyler you're so innocent (laughs) mike why are you lying to tyler like this
0: mike you just deliberately misrepresent things
1: no i just forgot and i'm biased
0: that's fair i mean if i if the roles were reversed i would be biased too this is fair yeah i'm gonna make the argument before the end of it the chaos was right the whole time (laughs) (laughs) chaos was right all humans should die
1: We shall die! (laughs) Bunch of jerks. Uh, Yeah, you know me, big lover of worshipping gods.
0: Yeah, that's the first thing I think about when I I hear the word Mike. Yeah, big worshipper of gods. Oh, you know
1: I like to self-flagellate on the weekends.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Actually, that's probably the only religious thing I would be into. (laughs) BRB, gonna get a belt. (laughs) Hold on i said we're gonna do a live experiment okay i did say the only part of religion i might be into is self-flagellation so let's see how it goes <laughs> i curious how bad it's gonna be now the oh. trick is to remember hold on to the buckle don't use the buckle. right <laughs> oh <Ow>, fuck <laughs> oh that was so much worse than i was
0: expecting I hear if you keep going, though, it gets better.
1: Probably. I'm going to have an erection before the end of this. <laughs> <No>?
0: <laughs> yeah, it takes, a, it takes a weird turn at about 50 whacks.
1: I don't know if that's getting picked up. A couple of them did. No, it was only really bad in one spot. The rest of it wasn't so bad.
0: That's hilarious. Oh,
1: man, there's a serious clap. I don't know if it got picked up by my head, Mike, but it got picked up by <laughs> the other Mike. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm more of a logger. Yeah. No, Alpharius is for life. Hydra for life. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, I guess <laughs> should we close it out?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can cut that if you want. I don't know if it's funny or not. I like that. I'm Maybe not the, ah, oh, fuck, right after the clap sold <laughs> <laughs> It fucking came down like I did an ankle. and It wrapped around It hit me right like on the sensitive side of my tummy, like right below the ribs. <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like when it hit the back, when it hit, let me like right in the middle of the back or like on like some of the muscle in the back, it didn't hurt that much. Hit the like the yeah. soft part on my sides. Oh fuck, that killed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yep. Oh man that's great I, I
1: i talked a big game
0: i had to see for myself you know what i respect it that's fair uh, you gotta you gotta play it out you know
1: i got all this energy experimentation now. is number one i gotta do this before <laughs> work i'm fucking ready to go i want to fight somebody and kiss a girl you're ready ready to spread the good word no i'm i just got energy
0: you five hour energy You're ready to walk around, knock on people's doors, and spread the word. No, not that. No,
1: I don't own a suit. Uh...
0: Uh, That's fair. (laughs) Gotta have a suit. (sighs) All my watchtowers are purely defensive. Oh, God. I might
1: do that to wake up from now on. That was invigorating.
0: (laughs) You may as well try it. (laughs) I don't know how Sydney's gonna feel about it. Maybe
1: I have to mix it with (laughs) alcohol to make it good.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know how Sydney's gonna feel every morning when you... When she wakes up to the slapping sound of your belt.
1: Well, I, first of all, she wakes me up. Second, maybe if she got to hit me with the belt, she could take out some aggression.
0: That's fair.
1: <laughs> hey, that's what we in the biz call bonding. Know what I mean?
0: <laughs> on that note, <laughs> follow us at uh, at the Argo Bargo Pod on Instagram. And send us some emails at the Argo Bargo Pod. <laughs> gmail.com
1: Don't tell them to do it unless you actually post something to the Instagram.
0: That's true. I gotta start posting there. There's a couple things. They can go on and see a few things.
1: Fine. You never posted <laughs> the video of us rolling for the fucking thing. Which is fine, because we didn't have fans then, but whatever.
0: Oh yeah, right. What, still, we did their uh, D&D should, I'll duel. I'll probably still do that. Yeah, I'll probably still do that. Why not? It's uh, forever ago, but hey. Oh, who cares? Okay. Yeah, well... Uh, Thanks, Saban. Also, good tune. Maybe we should start posting quotes from
1: the episodes before they go up. For like, tune in for next week when Mike just actually whips himself (laughs) on Mike.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: (laughs) Like Honestly, that's not the worst idea we've had. Probably whipping myself was, but if we can market it.
0: Yeah, I mean, five cents for every whip. We'll get a lot of people coming in then.
1: All whip fare is based on (laughs) deception.
0: Alright, well, thanks for bargling in.
1: Thanks, Saban. I don't know if you mentioned that. Saban made our music. It's called Youth Don't. Uh, thanks for braggling our, our by.